In conversation with Adila Fortune. Thought-provoking heart and topics that's never let dealt with. Hierdie deel van die program, ons gesels oor die verhouding met jou kinders, relationships, and our kids. In the house, we've got life coach, Patricia Manchin. Goeiemiddag, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Adila. Good, thank you. Can I clean it? It's a great topic. This is a great topic. And with, with our, children, our children getting killed and murdered and raped, I think it's very important that we as parents take a new stance to how we raise our children. And that is exactly what we'll be talking about in this part of the program. Quite a bit that we'll be touching on. So I'm going to ask the listeners, because I always say it's not a hot show. It's not as fabulous. It's not as gripping and thought-provoking with the listeners. Don't weigh in on the topic, all right? So this precise what you're going to do. The line is unmiddellig, right away, no. Double four two three five three zero. What do you think? What is the best manier om die kinders te hanteer. So I've been posting and I've been saying, Dad, have you been labeled as Mr. Cool? And Mom, are you just a tad bit too strict, right? So some of the comments that came through and they're saying that, yep, mothers are strict, but that is our job. You're taking that. Yes, I believe that mothers must be strict. I believe that fathers must be strict. But strict with love. Strict with boundaries. You know, our children have have to be secure that's our that's what we have to offer our children they they need to know that they are secure that's our job as parents secure and loved and without having boundaries that's what they label strict they can't have love and they can't be secure so if we don't have boundaries if we allow our children to do what they want to do they're not happy because they they're out of control they're out of control they're not happy at all and they will test you and they will push you but totally. if you know that these are the boundaries i'm so pleased when i go to a house and parents and the children say to me now my bath time is up for seven or my hmm. bath time is eight o'clock and they go and they do it and they go to the uh, to do what they need to do because they feel safe and they feel secure the other nice thing that i love to your children say is we're not allowed to do that mm. so we have to set boundaries boundaries are there to protect our children and to protect ourselves for example a mother that has been working the whole day long she's tired she comes home she has to cook she has to see to the children she has to get them to bed and all the rest and and homework don't forget homework right so they can have a liquor break now so she is tired and she can make a boundary like by eight o'clock all your homework must be done by eight o'clock it's mm. my free time that's a nice boundary to make remember our children are so different each one is different you've got four isn't it mm. and each one of them are completely different, completely different and this one will push you and that one will push you and that one will accept and as a mom you know the strengths and the weaknesses right that's your job Yep. You need to know what their strengths and what their weaknesses are. And True. if you always work on the premise that I'm doing the best for my child, yeah. the best for my child may not be what he wants or she wants. Very true. 
I'm doing the best for my child. So I, I've been training mommies now as life coaches and so on. And as I'm so happy when they have a schedule in place. Hmm. So this time is for this, this time is for that. They're not inflexible you know so there's a little birthday grandpa is a birthday grandma is a birthday we'll go out to supper and we're a little late to that and that's okay but generally we have a schedule and the children know the schedule and they're happy to be with that schedule okay i had a wonderful time with with the children this week at golden grove Tuesday we had grade sixes and and Thursday we had grade sevens. We were talking about leadership. We were talking about self-confidence and what stops children from being self-confident. Self-confident. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. They, uh, of course, you know, it's fear, shame, it's uh, guilt and of course it's depression or despondency or giving up hope. Um, And, but with life coaching, that is exactly what we do. We give them tools to use when they are fearful, when they mm. are shameful, when they are guilty, when they do feel all those things. We actually give them these tools that they can use. And, you know, we ask them after the class, so, so what difference did it make? And I was very happy to have Mish. Mishka Ghul, or you must have her on your program one day. She is vibrant, dynamic, and young. The children love her. She's certainly welcome. Okay, and she's uh, and you know what happened? The the um, the children said, "I got a new perspective. Mm-hmm. I didn't see things like that before." Right. Okay. So as I said, no child comes with a handbook. When they're born, they just come, and you got it. Uh, you have the instinct on how to to deal with your children. Yep. But I think that in the seventy and 80s the parents that are now when they were in matric and so on they had a sense of our parents did nothing about apartheid we taking over so mm. they still had that grip on the parents you know that that we we've done it all what did you do about it so they that this is what they're instilling in their children as well to say and and the roles are changing. The children are actually laying down the rules and the parents jump to their command. You see it all the time. All right, Anonymous says, good morals, values, boundaries, and religion. The world needs well-rounded human beings. I say yay to that. And that is what Allah ordains us to be. Lots of love and affection, not rotten spoiling and respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are you doing when you spoil your child? When you don't teach your child what's respect, ask children what is respect. Just ask your children what is respect. They don't know. They don't know. Let's move on to the next coming. Excellent topic. I need this program. I too have four kids uh, between the ages of one, two, nine, and ten. My two-year-old is so defiant lately as I'm weaning him off the bottle and it's so handful due to his... She says, gosh, I'm at my wit's end. Oh, with a two-year-old mom? Who's the mom? Who's the mom and who's the child, you know? But it's how we do it. It's not what we do. It's how we do it. When you do it with a lot of love and affection. I remember one day I was on Voice of the Cape and her mother phoned in and said, she can't handle her children. She's got three children. Mm. She can't. And I went there after the program and I went to the mother. The sweetest, sweetest children you've ever seen. But the mother was angry. And she was taking this anger out on the children. Mm. Okay, so who do you deal with, the children or the mother? So I dealt with the mother, and I I 
got her to get rid of this anger that she had. And you know, the anger can be from when she was growing up and her right. parents and you know, that, those kind of things. Things that they haven't dealt with. So all we need to do, deal with it, acknowledge it, deal with it, and surrender it to God. <laughs> surrender, big thing. I'm going to tell you, I do firmly believe, and I've experienced this over and over and over, each and every single person that I've met throughout my life being there for a reason. You know, so yesterday I was a little stressed out, <laughs> and what do I do? I go for my massage, right? Because, um, you know, dad and I at times we had lager hits because he would always say, You're too strict, you know, don't take away the phone, don't do this, don't do that. But again, as a mum, and I say this to all the fathers, we know what's best for our children, right? And at this point, I want moms and dads to call in. I want you to weigh in on the topic, all right? I want you to be a part of this because we can only learn, both Patricia and I, we can only learn from your comments, from your experience, right? I want to go a tad bit deeper into this, delve a bit more into the topic and talk about what happens when we as parents, we don't quite agree when we're not in the same wavelength, when um, dad would say, but you're too strict, and mom would say, but you're just a little too cool, you know, let it roll, uh-uh, I don't believe that. So let's talk about that for a moment. Adela, if they're going to do this in front of the children, they're playing into the children's hands. Yep. Because now the children will use the mom and dad's yep. disagreement and they'll be the king of the chessboard and bye you bye. will be the pawns. Yep. Okay, so when you have to decide on how to train the children, it's not in front of the children. You have to mm. be united. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> once we did to our home where the father threw the phone, every time the mother bought a new phone, he threw the phone against the wall because Oi. the child was... Of doing wrong sites, he mm. was going on wrong sites. He was was uh, chatting Costing to them a lot of money, going to wrong, uh, uh, talking to wrong people, and yeah. all that. There has to be control. Of course, I agree. However, the point that you're making, the point that you're making is that the parents have to agree on how to train those Extreme children. Some Ian hundred percent, right? But you can't do it in front of the children. That is a big no-no. I totally agree. Let's go for it now, and I'm going to share with you what happened when I went for that massage yesterday. All right. We're talking about kids ons verhoudings met ons kinders. We've got a lot of comments, uh, comments coming through. We'll share that in a moment. And die vraag hier vandag is luisteraar, as jy nou net ingeskakel het, ons vraag vir die paas, have you been labeled as Mr. Cool? We're asking the moms, have you been labeled as too strict, honey? So we hear that all the time, all right? But sometimes so, the fathers can be strict too, and the mothers can be that, um, you know, they want call, to be loved. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So it can change. The roles can change. Totally. <laughs> that is very true. Okay. So yesterday I met this amazing woman, and she shared with me her journey with a 14-year-old at the time. And she said, you know what? I was at my wit's end. I didn't know what to do. She was rebelling, had a boyfriend, started smoking, out of control, and the attitude and the mannerism the way she walked everything changed and um, naturally I would ask you know so what was the turning point what brought about the positive changes and she said you know what it was praying and praying and praying I was praying to my creator God I'm surrendering this to you 
I'm giving this child over to you because I don't know what to do. I don't have the strength. Please help me. She ended off this very long discussion by telling me if I look at other mums, that is just totally, completely, you know, they would get to the point where they say, I give up. These are the kids that turn into prostitutes, that goes down the journey of destruction because the mums or the dads give up. Give up. All right? And that's the saddest thing. When parents give up, never give up on your child. And I always say this, and I say this a hundred times. Always love your children. Separate the child from the behavior. Mm, good advice. Your yeah, coaches don't give advice, but now I'm talking on the day. I'm not coaching. <laughs> but now, you see, when when you do that to the children, when you love them, and you, you find out the child is smoking, mm. and you say, look, I love you so much that I'm going to ask you to, that behavior is bad for you, your lungs, and take them through, let them see what lungs look like. The internet is there. Show them what lungs look like and how people suffer when they die just because of cigarettes. I've seen it happening to one of my uh, firm friends. Mm. Oxygen tanks and whatnot because of a cigarette. No, she didn't even smoke. She she was getting the second-hand Second smoke, mm. you know, from, from somewhere else. So, so educate our children. Let's educate our children. You know, we focus so on the wrong, what they do wrong. And we make it bigger. What you focus on there, the energy goes there. We, right. we, we sort of make it bigger. Why not focus on what the child does good? I, I'm working with two little boys in the afternoon and it's more of a case study for me. Mm-hmm. A seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. And I find that, that these children are, are so brilliant. They got excellent reports today. But when I started there, the first four, first three days, let's say, this child said to me, I like maths, don't like anything else. Right. It was just about his attitude. Mm. So I didn't work on English. I didn't work on spelling. What did I work on? The attitude. Attitude. Mm. I said to him, if you're so good at maths, that means your brain can do anything. That means that you can you can do anything you want to do. And I worked on his attitude. You should see this child. You should see this child now. Wow. And the good, I mean, they are good children. They come from beautiful parents. But, you know, they, they do have attitudes that they pick up from here, there, and everywhere. So, mm. you, as I say again, you don't get a handbook when the children come along. But I want to also I move on to, and I think this is very important to touch on, the kind of pals they're hanging with and your job as the mother or the father to step in and say, hey, you know what? Uh-uh. These are not the kind of friends you should be hanging with. We'll talk about that in a moment. Let's quickly move on to some of the other comments that came through. Guys, do you notice the effect of a child that's pulled rotten? Honestly, the person says it's a total nightmare. Yes, I agree with that 100%. And the parents are to blame for that because they allow it. They allow because they're embarrassed. That's the only reason they allow it. They give in to the child. Now, our children are not there for us. You can die tomorrow. You can die today. You don't know when you're going to die. And then what happens to the child? Who wants to look after that child? Who wants to care for that child? Who wants to love that child? 
Okay, our children are not for ourselves. We need to train them to be future leaders. And how do we train them to be future leaders? Do we teach them safety first? Do we teach them never to be alone? Never to be, ever, 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 24-7. Now, I watched the children playing where I used to live in Musenburg. Those children were crazy. And we were the parents sitting inside with whatever. Mm. But they were inside. The children are outside, unsupervised. You can't have children unsupervised. And I'm I'm, I'm crazy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm, go- I'm going to emphasize that over and over and over again. Children should not be left alone. Now, what happens in our villages? The sibling looks after the little one and changes his nappy and does all the things that mommy should be doing or daddy should be doing. Okay, and they are left to their own devices. So they pull their bicycles through the cars, they scratch the cars, and it causes a lot of friction. Children must be supervised. Do we teach our children safety first? Do we call for calm and peacefulness when the children are fighting? We say, guys, look, we can settle this. Let's find a solution. But we can only do that if we calm. Let's let's work in peace. Do we ever talk about listening to them with empathy or teaching them to listen with empathy? The fighting is a big thing. Because I even had that with my two daughters, was they constantly, constantly compete, you know. So, so I what's think wrong that is with that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Competition that is healthy. A, a siblings will always differ because they're individuals. Mm-hmm. I take it from myself. Right. While I was growing up, my sister and I also had our little differences. Today, we're the best of friends. Because I, I swallowed all the resentment, all the ugliness that I had. But you know what? We must look at ourselves. What example are we to mm. our children? Do yeah. we say Vice Daifro or whatever? Do yeah. we talk ill about other people True. so the children copy us? Mm. Uh, siblings, all the time. siblings do differ. Our job as parents is only to see that they are safe, that they don't get physical. I just want to touch a bit Let more me, on the I safety side. This, can I finish this part about we must see that they don't get physical? Okay. We must simply see that they are safe. I think I'm still on your point of safety. Right. They are safe. So they can have their disagreements and they can talk and you can put in your word. Let's find a solution. But don't get involved because just now those two siblings are going to play together. I'm sure you've had that experience. Okay. You and say they don't about get involved? Don't get involved. Let's keep the debate going. Weighing on the topic, double four two three five three O. Stay connected via WhatsApp, 0722380712. Sira SMS 4, 7913. Stem Sam of Nee. Let's keep the debate going. We're taking your calls live, 021-442-3530. Stay connected, 0722380712. Of Stira SMS 47913. So the question is, we had this bit of debate, and you said don't get involved. So the question I'm asking you is, what if it gets totally out of control? They're at each other, pulling the hair, and... Yeah, that's physical. Know, so there's physical. safety. There's safety right. involved. Then you have to get in... Con- then you've got to get into it. Yeah. But the children will not get physical unless they're used to it. They see it. They see this physical things happening. Normally, children will talk it out. Okay, that's the time you don't get involved unless you are asked. 
If the children says, Ma, what do you think? What do you think? And you can come in and say, let's find a solution. Uh-huh. Let's focus on peace. Let's focus on loving each other. Why are we focusing on that? Who's going to achieve what? Who's going to win? Is this a win-win situation? No. So... I'll alter my my sentence. Don't get involved if they talk it, but if it's physical, of course, get the, their safety is of utmost importance. That's your job as a parent to look after the child's Let's safety. Let's move on to some of the other comments. I'm a grandmom. My advice is to grandparents. We all love our grandchildren. They are little angels, but grandparents, please do not get involved when your sons and daughters discipline their own kids. She says at the end of the day, our grandchildren undermine their own parents. Then we feel sad when we see our kids are being disrespected by their children. We did our jobs with our kids. Now let our kids do their job with their children. As long as we're there to help and love, things will be okay. Thank you, Anonymous. Patricia. They must, they, the, the grandparents, as the lady says, must stay out of it. You know, unless again they are asked. If both parents ask, mom get involved, dad get involved, it's a different story. What if you're dealing with a 20-year-old? Anonymous is asking, how do you deal with that? A 20-year-old is not a child anymore. It will always be your child, even if they're 46. I've got a 46-year-old son. They're always your children, you know. But if they want to sit down and talk to you and you can find a solution, but that discipline starts at birth. Okay, the child is not going to come to you at 20 or at 46 and say, um, what do you think? How can we find a solution to this? Or how can we uh, solve this problem? Or, you know, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling guilty. I'm feeling ashamed. I'm feeling Mm. I have so much fear. They're not going to talk to you unless you have installed that from birth. But it's never too late. You can always, always, always start today. Anonymous says, shukran for the program, please advise, how do you handle the child with attitude, and this is a seven-year-old. Oh, yeah, a seven-year-old, where did he learn his attitude, first of all? Did he see it from mom? Did he see it from dad? Did he see it from other siblings, aunties, uncles? Sit down and talk to the child, you know, talk to the child about attitude, and say, attitude is only going to hurt you. Mm. Attitude only hurts you, makes you sad, makes you unhappy, makes everybody around you unhappy. So let's talk about attitude. When you feel that way, you see why they have attitude because they don't know how to handle their issues. They don't know how. So we as parents, we need to show them how to handle our issues. Extem. Issues and tissues. Keep it rolling. 47913. Stay connected. 0722380712. Weigh in on the topic. Be a part of this program. We value your contribution. All right, guys. Why sibling rivalry? Always, because we're individuals. We're not going to, I'm not going to agree with Adila on everything. I have my views and she has hers. True. So what? You're entitled to your views. I'm yep. entitled to mine. Why totally. must we? Why must we change other people's way of thinking? Mm. I don't have to. I don't Smart have to be yeah. right. This is what I think. That's what you think. So what? That's okay. Let's move on, honey. Let's move on. Precis. Okay. 
Parenting courses are so vital. 21st century youth are so much more exposed and the kids need to be prepared for what's out there realistically. Honesty is the best policy and it's not impossible. Anonymous says models values, etc, etc, dot, dot, dot. Stands through the test of time. We still wish our youth all the very best. They are future generation at the end of the day. And Thank you, Anonymous. That's what I focus on now. When I work with children, I focus on the positive and them becoming our future leaders. And they start now. Whether they are six years old or 10 years old or 20 years old, start now. Become that leader, whichever, whichever topic you or strength you have, become a leader in that. Mm. If you are a leader in, in making peace, Go for it. Help other children to get there. If you're a leader in maths, go for it. If you're a leader in whatever, perhaps you can knock something together or you can make things or you, you're, you're good in art. Whatever you are, be a leader in your strength. Go for it. So we as parents have a huge role to play. And what do we do? We focus on the child's weaknesses. And I told the story a hundred times or more. When we have Tiger Woods, one of the top, um, we was, one of the top um, golf players, and he had two or three strokes that he didn't uh, do well, what happened? His manager didn't focus on the three strokes that he didn't do well. He focused on the strokes that he did well. And that made him better and better and better. So focus on your child's strengths. Okay? You see the child is doing well in art, well in maths, well in English. Perhaps he's going to be a writer, an artist. Perhaps he's singing well. You know, whatever. Develop those strengths. Well done, honey. Great job. Fantastic. Keep the positivity going. In the house, life coach Patricia Mansion. Acht minuten oor. Patricia. Yes, I like what that uh, parent said about um, parenting courses, life coaching, mm. values, principles, and she says, etc. I want to give you a few uh, values. How about safety first is a value? How about calm and peacefulness, empathy and respect, fairness and truth, friendliness and joyfulness? So if we inculcate that in our daily lives, and we must show this. You know, you can't ride in your car and swear at the uh, driver next to you with road range, rage, and then expect Bleep. your children not to <laughs> not to, to follow your example. When they get angry, they're going to do the same. Right. So we have to set that example. I think that's very important, that we as parents set that example. We want to punish our children when they do it. But you just ask yourself, where did they learn from? Where did they see that happening? Clichés it sounds. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. Um, there was something else. I said discipline starts at home. Let's focus on what the child does good. And then, you know, MTRs was on last week. Mm. MTRs is starting his class next week. Uh, I mean tomorrow at Johnson Road, number 16 Johnson Road. MTRs is so dynamic. He, has he a is. Background. And I just want to very quickly share with you. So he walked into the studio and this was after the ad break. He said, oh, I didn't know it was going to be so fast-paced. You do everything that fast. And I said, yep, that is how we roll. We do everything <laughs> fast. But he did very well. Yeah, he, he's got a, a, a background in psychology, 
doing uh, he did his honors he's working as an intern at Jacobs well Hospital and and he's a, a life coach of course and mm. a facilitator and tomorrow he's starting his class 16 Johnson Road in um, in Athlone and of course uh, Takshin and Michelle and um, um, Marianne they're all starting classes within the next two months so we're really growing we have we have classes in PE was a lady there's a lady from Malawi doing our class via Skype we have classes in Stellenbosch where the students turned up four o'clock one morning because the facilitate they were busy with assessments on their normal day so they came and they she said four o'clock to make up and they came four o'clock in the morning and she meant the afternoons so she didn't say 16 hours I oh, laughed eh? myself sick with that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay four minutes to roll right one final question from my side. I know you love sharing your experiences and your journeys that you've been through and you talk about it very openly yay to that. So when you had your challenges with your children, right, how did you address it? And this was prior to moving on to become a life coach and having the wisdom or rather not having the wisdom that you have today. Uh, I think and I, the reason why I'm asking because I want you to share in order for our listeners to not repeat and make the same mistake, right? Yes, I think um, what, if I had any regrets, and God forgive me uh, for this, is that I could have spent more time with my children. I could have spent more time listening to them with empathy and taking care of them in, in that way that they, they only had a mother. I was a single parent at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they, if I if I could go back and change the clock, which I can't do, and I've asked for forgiveness, and I spend time with them now. But time is so valuable. That time, you know, the five languages of love. I think I would really spend more time with the children, with my children as they were growing up. I would also not be so busy, busy making supper, busy keeping the house clean. Way too well done. Busy, right. busy, busy, busy. And I would spend quality time with my children. I would touch them more and show them that I loved them. I would um, do little things for them, like putting I love you in their lunchbox, you know, little things like that. I, I would um, give them meaningful gifts, not not what they Please wanted, define. but meaningful gifts like uh, something that they could color in or build or Opposed to break. something really expensive. Yes, okay. yes. So yes, th- those are, I would apply all those things for for the children. But I must say, thank God, I didn't do too badly. They are. I'm very proud of my three sons. I'm very, very proud of them. And and what they're still teaching me these days, I'm open to learning. Good. Pat yourself on the back, honey. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am open to learning, and I think we must stay open to learning because we can always learn. All of us. Okay, we've got two minutes. So your final shout-out to the listeners, and this is how I always, always end off my program, and that is with Vital Tips. Focus on what good your child has achieved. Focus on his good. So you're going to read his report and the report says maths 2, English 7. So focus on that good parts. Okay. And then he's going to bring up his maths on his own because you did well. 
focus when he cleans his room when he makes up his bed when he takes his cup to the zinc without you telling him to do it focus on that positive 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 and again keep in mind they're all very different absolutely so you treat them differently absolutely. right but so focus and praise them but sincere praise mm-hmm. they will catch From fake the bottom praise of the heart. they will catch fake praise anytime but really catch your child doing good 60 I, seconds to roll i'm going to squeeze in the final comment anonymous says i think one of the most painful things is to see your child grow up in the wrong path Yes, very painful. And I think worse to that is seeing your child die in a terrible death. Parents shouldn't bury their children. So what do we do about it? Make sure that they have a 24-hour supervision, adult supervision, 24 hours. If you can't do it, the next best person is grandma. Make that sacrifice. Take them to the Mars and pause. They, they love looking and after the grandchildren. And just on that note, I've got to add on, guys, it is crazy. You've got to keep a hold. You've got to watch your children 24-7. My neighbor was sitting in a car, and I've shared this before, and the guys drove past with a white bucky, and the next moment she saw them driving closer and closer, and when she started screaming, they sped off. So what I'm saying is these things are happening broad daylight, right? Absolutely. Don't even allow them to walk down to the shop. I go crazy when I see my girls out of the door. Not alone. Not alone, ever. Please keep that in but mind. But explain to them why Patricia, you're doing this. Bye, thank you for your time. And status on Very quickly, your contact details again. Patricia Mansion, 082-783-2965 or patricia at alcoaching.co.za. And again, thank you so much for pledging your support to VSC. Well, we love VSC. We've been here since 2010 and we love True. every minute of it. All right, that's the Golden Hour Luncheon. That is 22nd of April, inshallah, 12 until 5 o'clock at Darul Islam Hall, Greenhaven. Contact me in a short moment. That is in the next 60 seconds. I'll be saying ciao, ciao. All right, 081-789-1094. That's 081-789-1094. That is it. That's my cue to say bye-bye from me Adela Fortune and the crew on board from me Adela Fortune and Yelis Bon on board but it's Tim Fanny Cobb Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and have a fantastic afternoon